0: Hello, this is Ernie Johnson, founder of Anashira. I'm sitting in my office. It's about midday and I have my window open. I can hear some birds outside. I can actually hear some thunder off in the distance. I heard birds in an earlier episode that I recorded and so I shut the window every time in between and I was talking with a, a friend of mine, who loves podcasts. Her name is Nancy Duncan, and uh, we're talking about it, and she says, oh, I love those birds. Don't shut the window. Makes it seem like it's more real. So, okay, so I'm leaving it open. You may hear birds. You may hear dogs. You may hear roosters. You may hear some neighbor go up and down the road, but we'll try this for some sense of authenticity, okay? Nancy, we'll give this a try. Windows open. So thanks to uh, our sponsor, Anashira. We really appreciate your patronage, folks. A good friend of ours from the gym is at the beach this week on vacation. She's at the ocean. She said, well, I won't need playa soap. I'll be there. I can smell it myself. I said, well... You're gonna be sweaty on the beach. You're gonna be covered with sunblock. You can sunscreen. You better take some good soap with you. Oh, you better believe it, she said. I'm taking my favorite, a bar of Paris Nights. Okay, folks, if I recall right, when I left you, Razzie was trying to get on the roof, and I was calling Clifton for some help. Well, I pulled her down, and Clifton got there, and we shut off the juice to the electric fence. And he says, yeah, I I miss putting wire on this spot. Now, Razzie had already been zapped by the fence. didn't appear to bother her. She didn't seem too afraid. So we strung more wire, covered this spot, turned on the juice. Razzie goes up, sparks. Yeah, Raz, you better stay away from that fence. So you may think, what can a little static electricity do to someone? Well, this transformer that powers this electric wire and the wires has two settings. One is an intermittent setting, on, off, on, off, and one is constant, and the constant is the strongest. That'll grab you. So to tell you how strong it is, every day I go by and I grab I'd grab some weeds from outside that Razzie really liked and I'd stick them through the fence and she'd eat them up because she'd already eaten them all from her side. So I'm not thinking one day I grab these weeds I stick them over and oh man I was too high in the fence I hit the wire I swear there was electricity coming out of my hair. As my dad would have said that woke me up. Well we just lost our electricity here three times in a row and it came back so got my fingers crossed here there's some lightning going somewhere in the vicinity. So I told you before about Razzie and how she was finicky and wouldn't eat. When she got here, I had uh, bought several 50-pound bags of feed. I bought this uh, feed they call pellets from Tractor Supply. I also got some sweet feed from Southern States. That was supposed to be her favorite, the one she really liked. I bought a 50-pound bag of whole corn, And I bought a 50-pound bag of cracked corn. So that was 200 pounds of feed. And uh, she didn't like any of it. She'd barely touch it. She'd look at it and her head would go up and down. It wasn't nodding. It was saying, I don't like this stuff. So I went back to tractor supply and I bought another kind of sweet feed. They call it sweet feed because it's got molasses in it as one of the ingredients. Makes it sweet. They charge more for it. And goats like to eat this stuff. Well, when it was obvious that Razzie wasn't even going to touch two types of those feed. I sold those 50-pound bags to Manny, so he took them down for the rest of his goats. Now, I told you about Billy, and you know how much I like him. I don't like him. But he was good for something. When he came here, he ate everything. Feed, sweet feed, corn, hay, hay in the rack, treats. He'd eat and he'd eat fast. And if Razzie wasn't on top of it, which she really wasn't, she'd end up with nothing. So after a few days, she started getting hungry. And she started eating. Wow, Razzie's eating something. And by the time Billy left, she was eating sweet feed. The feed from uh, Tractor Supply that I had for I mixed it with whole corn. She ate that, and uh, she was eating hay. She was eating hay with gusto. She was uh, out picking, as they say around here, which means grazing in other parts of the world. She was eating carrots, snacks. She was eating some sweet potatoes. But I was getting worried. We weren't milking her. And uh, I was using up the frozen milk from my supply. And I thought, what am I going to do? What am I going to do for milk? Well, it happens that my birthday was coming up, a big one. And Dawn wanted to get me something special. So she goes into her office, and without me knowing what was going on, she called Manny. It's about a week before my birthday. And she says, uh, Manny, you know how much Ernie likes Mama, and I know you want to keep her, you want to grow your herd, but uh, I'd really like her, I'd like you to sell her to me so I could give her to Ernie for his birthday. They just really get along well. I know you want to raise baby goats and increase the size of your herd. But, you know, mama's baby can be bred. Her baby can be bred. Mama's two new kids, healthy, beautiful females, can be bred. And you know how Ernie loves this goat. She said, now don't give me an answer today. Think about it. Come up with a price that you think is fair and let me know. So Dawn waits. Next day, no answer. Two days go by, no answer. Three days go by, mm, nothing. Day four, she's uh, forcing herself to think positively. Good karma, you know. He calls. He's told her yes, he'd sell her the goat. He gave her a price. Told her to put the money in his bank account. So three days before my birthday, Dawn comes in and she says I got you a present. Oh my, that was the best present. That was the best present I ever got in my life. I said, how did you do it? And she explained it to me. So she said, hey, the money's in his account. You want to go pick her up? So we drive down to pick up mama. And you've heard me mention a thing called the mule. Well, this is not a donkey It doesn't have four legs. It's a product made by Kawasaki, four-wheel drive vehicle, powerful. It has a bed like a pickup. It can get around anywhere, up steep hills, carry a load. It's the greatest thing for around here. So you'll hear me talk about it because I'm in it every day. We go down to where she is. I put Mama on a leash. She doesn't want to walk. She doesn't want to leave her babies. They're calling at her, and she's calling at them. So Dawn backs up the mule to us and I open the tailgate and Mama just jumps up, just jumps in the back. Now I know why I like this goat so much. So Dawn drives us over. Understand, Mama's two babies, we didn't know if they were weaned or not. And if she had stopped giving them the milk, she wasn't going to give anybody any milk. And I would be up the creek without the proverbial paddle. And these babies were 13 weeks old. They weighed probably 30 to 40 pounds. Just the right size for a Greek barbecue. But I'm not going to go there. And most uh, commercial breeders, they separate the baby soon after birth, if not at birth. And they collect the mother's milk and feed it to the babies in a bottle for the cholesterol which is so important for them to be healthy and to live. And I hadn't been watching Mama, so I didn't know if the babies were nursing still or not. So that evening, I go down to the barn to milk her, and I can feel her teats. They're smooth, slick, like, like they've been recently sucked. I get some milk, not much, but I'm thinking, you know what, I'll bet those babies been nursing at her. I'll bet they're the ones that took all the milk. I'll find out in the morning. So the next morning I go down. I'm still not sure. And I start to milk her. Yeah, this goat is giving milk. I get a good amount. I'm so happy. I've got mama and she's giving milk. Oh boy, times are good. So we got Mama to her new home. She's got a milk and parlor that she's never had before. She's got a covered living area protected from the elements that she's really never had before. She had sort of a shed she could get in. And she's got a huge area covered with grass and and briars and weeds. All the stuff she loves. She'd never had that around, you know. And I'm feeding her Her favorite food, sweet feed, and she's getting treats. Boy, she likes it. So I milk her twice a day, and I feed her in her trough at the milking stand. I put the feed in her trough, and she just jumps up and starts eating. And she uh, patiently lets me milk her. She enjoys it, just as I remembered. When she's done eating, she stands there chewing her cud, chewing her cud, Not anxious, not concerned, chewing her cud. Now, Mom and Razzie are not friends. While I milk Mama, Razzie, she's locked in the living room. She complains, she bangs her hooves on the floor, she stomps around, she stands with her head in a corner, pouting, and Mama picks on Razzie, butts her in the side, butts her in the head, Mama's always been the queen. Always. She's always had animals around her, goats around her who pay attention to her. She tries to get all the snacks from me. She tries to kick Razzie out of my attention. I stand in the middle as a referee when I'm feeding them their sweet potatoes, carrots, whatever else I take for them. And it gets worse. After about a week, Razzie has had enough. She starts giving it back hard. So she stands up on her hind legs, kicking out with her feet at mama like a stallion. And she goes at her. So once I'm done, I give them their treats. I lock them in and I walk off. I can hear the crashing and the banging and the stomping on this wood floor of these goats. And it worries me. And whenever I get worried about animal behavior, I go to the expert, Clifton Buckner. So I tell him what's going on. I say, Razzie is, man, Clifton, she's bigger. She's younger. She's stronger. She may hurt mama. Clifton looks and he says, just let him be. They'll work it out. Now, he's given me the same advice for chickens. I've heard him give this advice for cows, for horses, It's good old advice. Just let them be. They'll work it out. So I let them be. Well, things are going better. Things have improved since then. Razzie is eating some snacks. She eats a little bit of banana peel. Mama eats it all. Razzie eats sweet potatoes, of course carrots. She'll even have a couple of bites of celery. Mama eats it all. Razzie won't eat bread, any kind of bread. Mama loves bread. When we picked up Mama a few weeks ago, she was skinny. As they say around here, she was poor. She was poor. Well, we had a storm roll in here. You may have heard a little thunder in the distance. It's going on. My lights have flickered. I thought I was going to lose this for a little bit. But... Mama's sides are starting to fill in a little bit. She's looking better. I see them both on the side of the mountain, picking, picking. I see them standing at the door of the barn next to each other, looking out. They both love standing there, looking out at the mountains, around, checking things out. Razzie runs up and down the mountain. She runs up, she runs down, she runs alongside of it, as if she were a kid. She's actually over three years old. And sometimes I'll see Mama running alongside her. So I told you earlier I was going to tell you about what happened yesterday when we went to milk. So I took Sammy. We both jumped into the mule. We drive down. We get to the end of our driveway. It's about 100 yards long. And I hear some thunder and I'm seeing some flashes. And I turn around and I look to the north. Man, there's a big storm coming big rain clouds, I think, God, should I turn around and go home? But, you know, I'm a guy, and guys don't like turning around and going back. So I said, well, we just head down there and see what happens. So we're driving down there, and I'm waiting for the hair on the back of my neck to stand up on end, which would tell me that there's some lightning going to strike very close. We drive down, and we get to the goat barn. I said, ah, we better get cover. So we drive about another 20, 30 yards past it to Clifton's big barn, barn that his father built over 50, 60 years ago. And we pull in. We I back in there, and we watch this storm come on. I said, Sam, well, we can't go anywhere. Let's just enjoy it. Lightning, thunder. These clouds look like a tornado could form out of them, but it doesn't. And uh, we wait and we wait. And then there's a break. And I said, Sam, you stay here, buddy. Stay. And I hustle with my buckets over there to the goat barn. And I get in the door and it starts raining hard. So I got mama up on the goat stand. I'm milking her. And I could tell her, I could tell she was nervous. And Razzie was in the her part of the barn in there. They were both nervous about the storm. So I finish milking mama and I take them in and I give them their treats. It's still raining hard. I can't get out of there. I get soaking wet. So I'm standing in the doorway and I notice I'm looking out watching the rain. It's pretty, beautiful sight, mountains in the distance, rain. We need rain. And I got Razzie on my left and mama on my right. Their heads are about, you know, halfway up about my chest level. And the three of of us are just standing there watching the rain. Rain stops slowly. So I turn around to leave. And I swear, these goats look at each other and they touch noses as if they're friends. I couldn't believe it. I said, this is something special. So you finally got to hear how Mama came back. And it took me three sessions to get to it. I want to thank Dawn for going to all the trouble to buy mama for me. Great work done, great imagination, great perseverance. I love the present. Thanks again to Anashira for sponsoring us. Thank you for supporting us. Go to our website if you can see photos of mama and Razzie. While you're there, buy a bar of my fine soap and give yourself a summer treat. I'll be back again next week for another of my stories from Anashira.